We're rolling. <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. And welcome back to Sports Confidential, episode 13, is it, boys? Unlucky for some, yes. Yes. Uh, so, no brof this weekend, no Jacko Wacko. Um, so, it means we're going to have a lot of fun tonight again. Uh, we've got another special, oh, second, second time appearance. We've got uh, Riley Shannon back again for another um, episode. Welcome back, Shannon. Thank you, thank you, boys. And I'd also just like to welcome back all the uh, fans that haven't listened to this shit since episode four, since I was last on. <laughs> uh, I know you've been holding out, but um, no, it's good to have you back. About three thousand, I think. I think was the numbers that I, think I, it was I just calculated. Chris and Karen who, who, that's right. <laughs> actually, funny story about Chris and Karen. They've actually accidentally got our podcast stuck. So every like in their car. So whenever they get in their car. <laughs> It's just non-stop sports confidential. They can't get rid of it. <laughs> and oh, stop the swearing! You swear too much. <laughs> That's no. fair. Anyway, so yeah, myself, Liam, and uh, Shano here for today. What have we been up to, boys? Not much other than watching footy, I assume. Liam, what have yeah, you been up to? Yeah, not too much. Had a good couple of long weekends the last two weekends. So just yeah, keeping the trend as I did last week and just doing the same as always, bit of footy on the weekend, the yep. NBA, so it's been good. Yeah. Whenever we do these episodes on a Wednesday night, it's always like fucking hell that footy was so like it's almost a week ago. Yeah. Like actually no, it was Friday night, wasn't it last week? Yeah. Yeah. So it was Friday night. What are you Shandog? Yeah, what have you been up to, Riley? Uh a little bit the same, just trying to avoid watching North Melbourne games basically, just trying Facts. to make myself as busy as possible. So a week in footy's a long time, but uh not long enough for some teams, but that's no, all right. My storm boys are just lifting. Just about to say, how's the storm going? Lifting the load. So I think they scored enough points. They scored more points than North Melbourne, I think, on the weekend. And uh, <laughs> they play rugby league. So there's, there's a little bit of a... That's a good stat. Like yeah, that. that's right. Thanks, Chua. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 70 hard yakkers, I think. <laughs> what else? We, we played footy on the weekend. We, we trekked up to New South Wales in Mathera and uh, had a thumping win. They were... Well, we might as well have played against witches' hats. It's pretty pretty rough saying that, but they were they were bad. I mean, they they were shit. They were. But uh, funny story about that. Uh, Corey got <laughs> shafted out of the forward line, and uh, I don't know if you've seen on the uh, my stories and that, but he still managed to kick nine, which is interesting because his magnet was in the, in the center, but somehow winning our center clearances very easily. Still managed to be leading up at the midfielders. So, <laughs> so he wasn't playing sweeper, was he? He wasn't behind. No, the I was playing no, sweeper. He was screaming out, <laughs> hammering it, and not turning around if it was a second stoppage. So if the ball goes up, Corey's on his way. Now his that's right. Work rate. I'm just going to say. Up. Let's just say that. I'm just going to say that's cap. No, that is not. cap. We all know you love filling the boots <laughs> against the bottom. Side. I filled the boots in the last quarter. That's right. Because we're, when we had all the thirds, kids just on, we're trying out. to get the thirds kids to go, but. Corey's literally oh, kicking him out of the way. Could win a trophy. And how many? And how many trophies up for grabs? And how many did you miss from right in front? Can it's you please? Me, mate. I just took it. As, I took it as a week off. I, I believe Shano missed. That's a nothing game for me. I believe Shano missed uh, two pretty easy goals from about five to ten meters out. No, that's right. He's a midfielder. He works mm, hard getting the God. kicks to the forwards. That's right. And highlights are hard to see under the packs. So yes, the Katana boys. <laughs> Katana boys got a good win. I think we won. Was it two hundred and two to? Two. two, yeah, thirty goals, fifteen or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah pretty convincing. Um, yeah, so in this episode, we'll get into a bit of NBA, a bit of the AFL, and uh, whatever else we can think of. Obviously, the MVP and fraud fraud award votes, and start us off, Liam. What have we got? Righto, so we'll just look at some, maybe just where the where the teams are standing in the playoffs currently. So we know the Celtics have gone through, mm. and they play the Bucks next. If Bucks win. Good question. Was that 
Uh, no, I think the. Oh, they might. Yes, they might. I think Celtics play the Bucks next, which I think yeah. We well, Bucks about. are three, three, one. I think oh. we can agree that's going to happen. That's probably going to happen. Yes. Um. So good on them. I Boston think... took the piss, didn't they? Yeah, they did a bit. But um, no one would have tipped a four-zero yeah, win. Considering you picked them to come out of the East last oh, week yeah. to play the Suns, so yep. that was a good tip by you. That was a good tip. Um. <laughs> yeah. Same with the Bucks. I think they had one little slip up in game two, but yeah, they've been quite convincing in the, the other three. Yeah. Oh, well, now you see. Um. What's his name? Zach Levine's out on protocols. So they're yeah, pretty, well, they pretty well. Through anyway. They're pretty well knackered. So. Um, heat gone through today. Yep. Um, took them five. I think we all pretty much thought that. We thought yep. Atlanta would take one. And geez, they locked down Trey well. Yeah. Well, he shot. Oh, the whole series was shit. Yeah. He was, mm-hmm. you know, low twenties, bad shooting yep. nights most nights. But he got clamped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Simple. You know, and that's and that's the problem with having that sort of that almost one prong. Attack, you know, I know Hunter scored well today and everything yeah. like that. But if Weird. Trey doesn't get, you know, sort of thirty to forty points and have that, you know, that just that influence on the game, if he's not getting thirty or forty, mm. I just don't really see how they can really make it yeah. up. Um, Raptors and Sixers. So we were sitting mm. here this time last week thinking this would be over, and the boys have come out and won the last two. They have. No teams ever come back from three zip. Could be the time. You never know. Take this game. Take game six in Toronto, and oh, it's a Toronto. Yeah, it's in Toronto. Ooh. Game six, so Toronto, Toronto is hard to beat. Very hard to get over the hump there. Possibly I, the best crowd in the league. I well, reckon. they all say that, but mm. yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. The best home crowd. Just the like, Canadians, just the, I think. I think just they're all built it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. I still think sixes will sixes will get over the line. I know, you I know would what? Love the Toronto Raptors to push this to seven and just see what happens. Mm. I'm hoping Toronto pushes it to seven. I'm really hoping. Um, what do you got for us, Shano? No, I was just going to say it's a bad time. They started showing a bit of ticker. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. It's for, Toronto, they're playing out of their skins, but as you said, I think they just – all they need is one loss now and that's all that's over it. for them. So yeah. they've, they've dug their own grave. Yeah. Stopping Joel four times in a row is – It's not an easy thing. No. But his oh, thumb's but, buggered, isn't it? Hey. His thumb's – Something no, like that, yeah. yeah. So he hasn't been putting up nearly the numbers that mm. we would have expected. But, you know, in saying that, um, I think I would have been pretty happy to see Raptors take two games in this series. Oh, yeah. That, that would probably be it. But Absolutely. anything else is a bonus. Um, yeah. And then I guess we can move across to the West. Um, T-Wolves and Grizzlies, that is a great contest. Yeah, good is, viewing. Yeah, absolutely. So mm. highlights everywhere. Both teams mm. have got stars. I mean, we've said at the, start, at the start of that series, you look at both teams on paper, you think um, the Wolves have got them. Yeah. Don't you? I think so, like obviously jar. Runs, I but, think they'd have the runs on the board, I guess, in a yeah. way. But you know, the, some of the guys oh, that yeah. um, Grizzlies have got to, you know, sort of uncapped in a way as well. So yeah, they're just sort of proving yeah. that they're going to be a force for the next few years as well. I think, but they're poised at two three the Grizzlies way. Sharma mm. um, Ant's dunk today. Did you say that, Shannon? That, that was pretty, <laughs> pretty mint. Kevin loves probably thinking, "Thank fuck now." <laughs> that fucking highlight. <laughs> he's, he's probably the only person thinking. Fuck yeah. So I guess with that, <laughs> seeing that it is a pretty close contest, they play again in, I think they've got a three-day break. And the next game will be at T-Wolves. So obviously they need to win to stay in it. But yeah, it all depends on if Carl Anthony Towns can stop fucking fouling. Oh, shocking. Isn't oh, it? my God. We were talking about last week. The first two games, he was he fouled out and then he had, no, he had five fouls and then he, had, and then he fouled out in the second. Yep. Fucking hell! Like, yeah. Costing a lot of multis. I can tell you that. Like, yeah, in one of the yeah, yeah, in in one of the games in the first quarter, he had two fouls and they kept him on, and yeah. he got his third foul in the yeah. first quarter. Like, 
How dumb is that? That's so dumb. Yeah. Like, they got, what's their backup? Naz Reed? He's yeah. not even that bad. Yeah. He's not that bad. They can both shoot. You can nearly play them both at the same time. Yeah. They're both big men shooters. Like, yeah. Naz Reed hits threes. And, yeah. Moving on, we've got the Warriors and the Nuggets. So, like I think we said, we thought the Nuggets would probably take one game. Yeah. I think going back to uh, where was Atlanta. The next, game? next game we played at the Warriors. Oh, sorry. So I think Warriors will take this in five. Yeah. Um, Pransky, pretty happy to say that. It's sort of like that Atlanta sort of series. Like they're just they're basing their whole offense around yeah. Nikola Jokic. He I can't do everything every I don't time. Think I don't think they're going to go past Denver in a sweep, which is obvious now. Yeah. But, you know, to win five, I think five will be, be the right amount of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mavs and Jazz, again, I have not seen a lot of this. I but haven't either. Going off today's game or yesterday's game, uh, Jazz only scored 77 points for the game. Mm. 25 Did none of their start? Uh, their only starter that scored in double figures was Rudy Gobert, yeah, I, I think. think. So. so that's trash. And Donovan Mitchell's been shit out. Yeah. He's so, been shit. Yeah, and compared to last last year when they played the Nuggets, the Jazz played the Nuggets, and him and Murray were just going oh, yeah. back and forth, 45-point games uh, constantly. Mm. So. Big drop off, um, and then the Pelicans and the Suns today. I think the Suns just probably reins, um, reinserted their dominance. And yeah. Ten points. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's well. a. Yeah. I think Mikel Bridges scoring what he did. What he did like thirty two. Think so. Something like that. I think that's like once in a blue moon thing. I don't probably. know if that's going to happen again. Yeah. I don't see Pelicans winning two straight against them though. <sighs> nah, I, I can. I hope it goes to a six. I reckon it might go to seven. I think the Pelicans are running out of steam though. They're yeah. given everything. Like they're, yeah, to get they're young, they're on yeah. worn legs been a long season yeah like they might have just given everything they had to get back into it i think pelicans though next season um they'll be a good showing it depends what zion does as yeah. well mm-hmm. if they get zion back there's 25 points a game that you can just go he's going to get that for us and then you've still got cj you still got brandon ingram fallon Turnus. that's a really good reminds mm. you a bit of the bubble suns yeah it does a little bit doesn't yeah. it eight in a row yeah They've done well to get on the this train but 100%. they just need maybe cj is there chris ball that can just yeah, take him to that next level. Another off season, another training camp. Yep. Zion, pretty good. Uh, pretty good additions. Yeah. So, what area we look at the um, possible next round? Yeah. So, so right. So you got obviously you got Miami who beat um, Atlanta today. Yep. Today. Yep. Yeah. Um, Philly, Toronto. So I don't know who do we think is going to win that? It's a bit of a hard one. It is. I actually think um, either. Let's go either way. Like with either one yeah. that wins, play the Heat. No chance. No chance. Need to go into the conference finals. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I could see Philly. I don't. I don't see Toronto beating them. I could see Philly beating beating them, which I, is weird because I can see Toronto beating Philly. I can see Toronto matching up defensively all right with the Heat, mm. but I just think that their defense will be too Scoring. good for our offense. Mm. Yeah, I think that we could probably lock them down, and they won't explode for 120 or 110 point yep. games, but. I think that they'll probably just hold us at bay if we were to get mm. there, which I still don't think we will. Well, I still won today with our butler. Yeah, so, so. it's a pretty strong side. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, heat are going through for me. Yeah, I think so as well. What's next? So, Milwaukee-Boston, uh, I think we said. Yeah, it's probably that'll yeah. be Milwaukee-Boston. That'll be a really good. That, that that'll will, be the, that's that's be the good. second no round. No Chris Middleton. Best second round. Mm. It'll be wings versus inside. Yep. It'll just be. And I don't know. I For me, that one, I... I just don't see anybody stopping Giannis if he's going. I really no. I don't know. It's just and, and that being said, you can still win games and Giannis go for forty mm. and fifteen. Oh yeah. It's hard to do it if he's doing it six or seven games in a row against you. And you Tatum's gonna have Drew on him as well. Yeah. So, so it, some of there's gonna who? be a lot oh, of Drew offense. Holiday. 
Yeah, yeah a lot of offense is going to have to come from Jalen Brown. 100%. And uh, some some threes and things like that. So I think your safer bet is probably Giannis in the paint against Horford and yeah. Robert Williams. Yep. Robert Williams is a huge in. He is good, actually. Still. He's just it's a, a huge in. Like, he just gives He's so good defensively. Energy and stuff. But, yeah, I, I would think that that goes to seven, that series. <laughs> I hope so. And I think Bucks win it. I, yeah. Well, I'm taking the Bucks in six. Yep. Five or six, I reckon. Yep. They just Five or six. absolutely Blow beat, out. beat down yep. on them. I think their size is just too much. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm, can see if they take two at home, if the Bucks, who will t- So it'll be a first at Boston. So Bucks need to take one of those home games first, I reckon. They yep. need to split that so one. So it goes 2-2-1-1-1, two, 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 one, 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 yep. doesn't it? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 It's a hard one. I'm going to say Milwaukee in seven. Mm. Yeah. We could see an explosion. Okay. But like, I would not be surprised to see Boston beat them yeah. with the form that they're in. Tatum could have a couple of. But, Fifty point games, or yeah. something like that to negate. Like, who's smart's going? Who's smart going to go to? Do you reckon? Drew, probably Drew, Drew Holiday yeah. on the offense. Yeah, yeah. And then you know that pretty much takes out your second scorer. Yeah, because no Middleton. So, I got to. They're going to have to lean on like Bobby Porter. Big boy, Bobby. Big boy, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Remember when Bobby Boucher came back at halftime? And what about the ball dogs? <laughs> who's up next? Phoenix uh, and yep. either probably Dallas or Utah, and I don't think it matters. Well, I don't know. I don't think shit. that. I don't think that Phoenix series is over. To be honest, no, where's the next game at? It will be at. It's a sixth game, so it will be Maybe at the Pelicans. Pelicans. Mm. Interesting. I reckon Suns are beaten by ten plus. The shit is home crowd. Oh yeah, yeah. trash. They're super grim. So I don't know. Well, let's uh, just okay. Let's just assume that Phoenix go through, and then you got. Dallas or Utah, I can see them beating. Oh, I can see Dallas beating Phoenix. To be honest, if there's no Booker, yeah. but oh, I don't know. No, because they're just going to clamp Luca. Yeah, I was and gonna, then everyone's going to. I feel like Utah um, with Rudy Gobert because Aiden's given him a lot of points. He's he actually given actually. him a lot of production. If he comes up against Gobert, it'd be very interesting to see what Gobert can actually do in terms of shutting him down. Mm. Um, Donovan Mitchell needs to take another step, though, if they're going they to pull his finger do out. anything. And I don't know what Devin, the go is with Devin Booker either. Mm. Um, it's a bit of a weird one. He's sort of, it was two weeks, wasn't it? Two weeks. So I guess if they get through, they would probably want to – well, Utah can't go straight. Through. Oh, yeah, obviously, so Utah if you're going to have to stretch this out to yeah. seven. Yeah. And then they're going to have a short break. Um, so you – the Suns would want to win now. If you were Phoenix, who would you want to be playing? You reckon who would probably yeah. probably Utah? You'd want you'd rather play Utah. I, I reckon as Phoenix, you probably right? would, but like you know, you can. Who who's the good defender for Phoenix? Bridges, Bridges, Mikael Bridges, just, and clamps up Crowder. Crowder's good defender, yeah. and they're switchable. <clears throat> It'd be yeah, very interesting. I still think if you know if Booker comes back, it's hard to go past Phoenix, but that's if he comes back. So I actually think Dallas are going to win that series. To be honest. I reckon it's going to be Dallas Phoenix. Yeah, well, they're up three two, and it's going to go back to it's going to go back to Utah for Game Six. So mm. it's a lot of close ones actually. Yeah, sort of surprised us a little bit, I guess. I wouldn't um, mind. I wouldn't mind seeing Phoenix get knocked off. That'd be pretty, oh, pretty funny. Just, yeah, I actually just can't stand. I don't Phoenix. hate them. No, I'm still on them. No, I don't. I'm like still on the bandwagon. Go for it. Go for your life. I like them just because they're well rounded. They're good at everything. Righto. Uh, Golden State, Denver. I think Golden State are going to go through. Over. Um, yep. Yeah, that series is over. Memphis and Minnesota, that's going to be close, but I think both of them are going to lose to Golden State. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, yeah. Yeah, again, well, Curry will be Memphis probably... Memphis have got a better shot. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, they've got a bit more um, tall timber and they can play sort of a different game and make... And Wolves, Wolves, are, Wolves are more streaky. Yeah. They're real up and down. Yeah, like they have a shit game. And and like yeah. That. Toss yeah. a coin whether they're going to be fucking good or not. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be Golden State. Can't though. do that in a seven-game series. Yeah. Golden State, State, Memphis. Golden State. Yeah, I reckon Memphis is getting through. They won today. I don't think Minnesota are putting two games together. Yeah, you've got to win two in a row. Two it's in just, a row. It's too hard at this late, but you know, if they can do it, good on them. But I just don't see it. I think Memphis goes through. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we would, yeah, probably end up saying – Probably Golden State and probably Phoenix, but anything can happen. Have we mm-hmm. picked one? Yeah. Have we picked, yeah, a, yeah, picked a winner from I'll, here? I'll, well, well both mine. Well, I had Nets. <laughs> I had Nets and who else? I had Phoenix. Well, who's coming out of the East, Shannon? That's the hardest one. Uh, Miami. Yep. And the West? <clears throat> Golden State. So Miami and Golden State. I think I said Golden State and Bucks. So I'm still pretty confident with that. But the East is so much closer than what it has oh, been yeah. in the last 10 years. Yeah. Like, last 10 years it's been LeBron's team is going through and then they'll play whoever's the best in the West and that's just how it is. So but, East Conference final, you reckon, like, Bucks, Heat? Bucks and Heat. Bucks, Heat, yeah. and it'll be Phoenix. And you reckon, Heat will, yeah. you reckon Heat will get over the Bucks? Yep. Yep. I do. Yeah, right. Mm. I think they've got enough to I don't shut know. down Giannis. Mm. I don't know. I mean, we could be sitting here next week and it's completely changed. So, <laughs> you got to make the call. We've got the boys. Yeah. Boys calls. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what, are stamps? what else did we see? We saw two awards during the we week. We did. We saw the most improved player to go to Jar, which yep. is fitting. You know, yep. He probably didn't want the award. And then yeah. Scotty Roddy. Yeah. Which was a, I actually just woke up and just saw it on Instagram. Saw like, just saw that he posted a photo of the, the ball or whatever it was and mm. he'd won it. But, it was, it was the closest rookie of the year they've ever had. Really? There was 15 votes in it. and it was, was Jalen Green that close? Jalen Green wasn't even on the scale, mate. <laughs> no, he won the G League one, didn't he? <laughs> that might have been it. That's actually. right, yeah. He spent plenty of time there. Um, but, yeah, so fitting winners, I would say. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will be dirty that Mobley didn't win it, but it was pretty close. Like, uh, I think overall Scotty's had a better year, but I don't know. It was close. Close. But good on them. It's a cool video. You sent that in the group of yeah, the Vince Carter, Vince Carter video. That was, pretty, that was cool. Did, that was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well. Like Jar. Said, just, Who was he going up against for most improved? Was it Murray and DeJounte? Yeah. Um, or Jordan Poole. Oh, yeah, that would have been pretty I'm not sure if section. Jordan Poole was a finalist or not, but I think Golden State boys are pretty hard to go past Moran. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think that just about wraps it up for this week. I think yep. next week we'll have a bit more of a clear picture, obviously, on yep. who's going to be doing what. Yeah, I think so. we might have maybe even a game in the second round have been played. Yeah, you'd think so, yeah. Um, you'd imagine. Yeah. Hopefully. So, hopefully we'll have it set anyway. We'll be able yeah, to talk a bit we'll about predictions about the, the conference finals and yeah. keep going. I think we might move into a bit of, bit of footy ball. Yep. What do you reckon? Yep. All right. Righto. No worries. Well, we might just start that straight up. Yep. No breaks here. No, we don't do No that. breaks here. All right. Hang on. We're just the week it sit. was, I guess. So mm. the Anzac It was a good week. Week, good week for us, wasn't it, Lane? It was a very good week for us, actually. It was. I had some some big doubts. I'm not going to lie. North Melbourne lost. <laughs> Collingwood won. North Melbourne didn't lose either. They got pumped. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> we oh, yeah. got to where we thought we could get to is what happened. See, that's and that just quickly on North, because Shannon's a North man. I was having a bit of a think the last couple of days with, you know, the classic North supporter, we know where we're at. We know where we're at. Oh, it's been Watching like... North Melbourne, 
I really don't know if they know where they're at. <laughs> yes, like, don't get me wrong. They don't have the best list. I'm not coming out and saying that they should be winning games and all this. But this is the direction of the game that they take. It seems to chop and change week in, week out. Yeah. Is Noble the man for the job for you personally? Yep. yep. Because Chano's a North Melbourne man. At the moment. At the moment, we're not trying to work out a – I'm not looking for a system or I'm not looking for a play style or things like that. Oh, I think we're just sorting out in three years' time or maybe one to two years' time who's actually going to be on the fucking list, yep. who can actually play. So players like maybe Greenwood and I don't don't really know, like I know. Well, they got Cunnington. He's going to eventually come back in this year, is he? What is oh. the go with him? He's just testicular cancer. cancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, righto. Okay. So, Probably should have known that. Um, um, but that's what I mean. You've got to figure out who who is going to be there, like, you know, whether they keep Zebel on, um, things like that. We've just got to find a few diamonds who beca- in who, the rough. Who, who would captain if Zebel was to go? Would it be Simkin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's the be. only person. He does bleed blue and white, looks like it'll be like he just he's, – He's, all the chips are in on him, yeah, I think. Well, the next so. person is Luke McDonald, but he's already played so many games. He's like, played like 150 probably? Or? Something like that. Yeah. But Jai just ticked over 100. Yep. Like he's going to be in the team every week. So yeah. he's in, I think. Yeah. So. We might just run through the games then. Yeah. We'll get to North when we get to North and we can go from that. So Friday night. Friday night we had the Giants versus St Kilda and the Giants won. Uh, sorry, St Kilda won 77 to 60. Um, did I watch that game? It's a long time ago. Higgins played well again. I did watch that game, but I, I sort of zone out with the St Kilda games because Georgia just sits there and screams and <laughs> carries on like a pork chop. Yeah, you wouldn't do that at a Collingwood. <laughs> no, sit there respectively yeah, with your yeah. fucking RM Williams on and eat your cheese boards, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. We're not Melbourne, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, because you don't win all the time. <laughs> That's true. I ate me Savoy's with a bit of cheddar. Uh, no, big man. one out of that game was Max King, 1-7. Yeah, that's um, and he's been having some good weeks to actually start the year. Some you know pretty straight kicking, straight kicking games, mm. and to come out and kick one seven, and I only had I had him for five plus goals as well. Yeah, and he looked like he was going to easily do that. But yep. one seven. That's you have good. that. He's making impact though. Hundred percent. You have he's doing exactly oh, what yeah. you need. He's marking the ball. 100%. He's giving them. He's straightening them up so much. And yep. you're seeing like he might have got one seven. Obviously, he could have kicked like four or five. But you're seeing like Higgins is getting on the end of him more. Yep. And all, all the boys are just queuing up. Gresham just seems to not have a fucking man every time he goes forward. He's, he's been a big improvement. So sure. I think you see it in the play of other people, yeah. the impact that he's having. Yeah, um, um, Forwards have games like that. Like I know I probably have a game like that every second game. But um, there's just games like that. You kick three, four, five points. And you just don't know. You just got to put it behind you. Yeah. <laughs> as hard as it even It carries into the next week, I feel, because it just gets in your head. But... Once you get a few goals behind you, he'll be right. Yeah. So I think Higgins played well. Higgins played well. Four um, goals. Brad Crouch actually played well. He had 23 and a couple of snags, a couple of good snags as well, actually. Yep. Um, same sort of names for GWS getting their hands on the ball. Callum Ward had a good one. Callum Ward, 20 and two. Two, two goals. Yeah. Pretty good. Tom Green had 25 again and nine tackles. So he's just keeps on doing what yep. he's doing. Steal. Again, they're just GWS is just one of those teams with Leon Cameron. I think he I just don't know if the the way he's trying to play the game is suiting the players they've got on the field at the moment. They're just they're not I just don't think they're dominating out of the midfield with the names that they've got in there. And the game is such a center clearance game now. Yeah. I just 
you know, I don't know. Tom Green's been really good, but I just don't mm. know if those other players are... They're in a bit of limbo. Yeah. Look, it's they? just... You're not sure whether they're going for it, whether they're resetting, whether they're emptying out. Like, Gotta make their mind up. You think they, they had their run under Leon? Yeah. Like they might go, right, we just need to freshen this up, try and go for another home run before we clear it out. Or, well, they've signed on, what, Caniglio and yep. Whitfield and that for eight years. So Which they're not spotting him out. No. They just need to reset and get a fresh look. I, and I think, like, if we look at them now, they're 15th. Four wins. Fuck, are they really? 73% is their percentage. So That's crap. they're just not even getting so, near yeah. where they probably would have thought. Like, I think if, that, if GWS had been... Three and three at this stage, they would have been happy. Yeah. Um, to be one and five, though, is a bit of an indictment on their character. They've actually. got, so, they've got some, like, up. just full of big names. And they're they do have not a lot performing. of big names. But performing. That's what I mean. I just don't feel like they're I mean, they are performing, together. but they're not. No. Like, played they, a few good sides. Performing, they played some good performing sides, individually. Yeah. Um, there's one person I do want to talk about, St. Kilda. Yep. Jack Sinclair. Gun. He's having a good year. Yeah, he's going to be all Australian. The thing is, I want to – is he going to be when – what's his name? Hunter Clark comes back. Do you reckon that's going to impact his role? I think they'll just play similar roles on opposite flanks, mm. I think. like He's having a bloody Sinclair is just He's just your classic. And again, just that Rory Laird, mm. Cade Simpson sort of rebound 50, get the kicks in kind of player. Um, talent yeah. rises above the rest though. That's if you've right. got the talent, you'll still find the footy. That's exactly right. So Jack Sinclair, you know, he's week in, week out, 20-plus minimum. Yep. Yeah, 30-plus is almost his bar. So, yeah, I think St. Kilda, again – don't know which St. Kilda is going to rock up each week. I think they probably should have beaten GWS by more. They did. Um, um, like Obviously, Max King kicked 1-7. They probably could have blown him out by 40 points at least. Yeah, but they did lose both Ruckman that game as well. Yes. Rowan Marshall and Jack Hayes, the, yeah. the, the, the bricklayer. I think it was just a corky. Ryder will be back this week, though. So, yeah. At least they've got Ryder. But again, like we've said so many times, that Ryder and Marshall duo mm. is crucial for St. Oh, Kilda yeah. going forward. So. Interesting to see where they're at. And then what do we have starting Saturday? Oh, just quickly, sorry, oh, yeah. on the um, St Kilda game, I think we did have someone on this podcast predict that St Kilda would be top four, I think. Oh, who was that? I think we might have to go back to episode four. Just, next, next game, mate. I think we'll just rewind. <laughs> I think it was me that said that. Anyway, we'll have to check the tape. Yeah, well, Brave said that Freo is going to be top four as well. So <laughs> Again, I just, I'd be very – they might finish top four because the top three seem pretty solid-ish. Like, I guess Geelong probably dropped out a little bit with that loss to the Hawks. Mm. But interesting to see when St Kilda play your Brisbane's, yep. uh, your, your Melbourne's. Your Collingwood's again. <laughs> but, again, you know, you can only beat who's in front of you at this point in time. Yep. So good on St Kilda for being yep. where they are. Yeah. Giving a bit of hope. Uh, what do we got? Is this Saturday? Yep. Saturday day. Uh, Bulldogs got done by point by the Crom. Adelaide Croms. Crom. Mm. Another gritty, gritty win by the Crows. They are just fucking, I don't know. They're just churning them they out are. somehow. They're just pulling them out of the hat. For a team that was predicted to be well and truly 15th or 16th. Yeah. They're doing unbelievable. Your your analysis on them is just like, what do you say? Um, you said it last week. You just They're not gutless. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They're just, they know they have to scrap for every single one. Exactly right. Get. If yep. it's one point or 20 points or 100 yep. points, it doesn't they matter. Don't they don't stop. They know that they have to yep. keep the foot on the game. And obviously, I believe they can do it now because they've done it three or well, two or three times. They've just they've won these close ones. Uh, so, they've got the belief between. Just quickly, Jeez, Tex has been good. Oh, hasn't he? he? 
for a bloke that you know was almost thrown out of the club at the end of last year on the off season or mm. whatever it was to come back and to produce, I think he's kicked twelve or something. Yeah, kick five, four, three, and three hundred point super coach games in a row. Yeah, it's pretty good. So forward. Forward, yeah. he's doing very well. Ben Keys, he's a superstar. He is going to be mm. right up there in the All Australian selection, I think. Mm. Um, Roy Laird, good game. Um, similar names for Western Bulldogs. I think Liver had a bunch. Bailey Dale had a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to throw around this Ben word. Keys kicked four points. Yeah. Yeah. He can't, he's kicking his ears. Yeah. True. Bit of a, don't want to throw around this word too much, but dogs, frogs? Yeah. At the, moment, so. at the moment, they are, yes. So I know they've played some good teams, they but have. they're meant to be a good team. That's exactly right. They're supposed to be a top four side. I think... After round one, when they played Melbourne and they lost by, I don't know, it might have been four goals or something like that. Three or four goals, 20 points or something like that. I think we all sort of thought, they'll be there. They'll be around. You know, they've taken up to Melbourne, whatever. But they have had some very gutless defeats mm-hmm. and teams they should definitely be walking over. I don't know where they're falling down, though. Like, it's oh, got to be their fall line. Thing ever, they just, it's no, got to be their defense. The they've jam packed in the midfield and they haven't really worried about a spine or anything like that. They are missing a second tall forward, but their defence has always just been hopefully they not well, they just play well, they play above their pay grade type thing. Yeah, I think Western Bulldogs they will just set up for the long kick. Yep. If they get a long kick in, they'll be right. Mm. But that's just like any any AFL team at this point. Yeah, everyone, they've got all got interceptors in their side, so they've got to figure that out. What does that make? What does that make that like? Three, Takes no. them a win ahead of the dogs. That's true. They've got, they've now, got three. No, my ladder's not updating for some reason. Well, they, they've won three, haven't they? Yeah, I think they're three and three. Yeah, 12 points. And yep. later on 12 points. Yeah. And the dogs are only on two wins. Yep. yep. So, well, I guess we can just go past that. Next game is a bit of a bore. Yeah. Um, I think we'll spend. Now, we probably minutes. probably would have liked to say we saw this coming, but with the way that Port Adelaide have been playing, I don't think many sort of. Predicted a huge win like this. No. Oh, Porter only just been losing though. Like that, it's not like they've been getting absolutely <laughs> smacked. But they're but, losing um, when they're supposed to be winning. That's okay. That. Sometimes it just goes that way. That's and the okay. Eagles, they're just doing exactly what we said that they would be doing. <coughs> Finn Lesson and Marshall kick ten between them. Yeah, five each. Interesting. That's time. a yummy game. That Marshall is good, but he's got he's got potential, but he's just inconsistent. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's all right. Not much to talk about that game. Oh, they kicked five each and what else? Both had 34. Wines, that, yeah, group one disposals for me. That one, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Wines played well. Dan one. Houston had a, a really good game as well. But again, you know, West Coast. Connor Rosie. They're probably going to have a few spots on the field where they can... Um, yeah. having a good year for the Crows. Uh, sorry, the Eagles. He is having a really good year, mm. actually. Had 34. Yeah, he only got drafted a couple of years ago. Well, so um, he's having a good one. Uh, who else? Connor Rose, he had 30, 31. That's pretty yeah. good game. I don't know. Feels like a bit anyway. of junk time almost that game. Yeah. Two interstate teams that we don't care about. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Facts. Moving on, uh, Fremantle Dockers eclipse the Carlton Blues by 35 points. We watched this one at Chano's house, I believe. Yep. Did we did? Yes. Mm. This game. Just Paddy Cripps had a good game. Oh, yeah. 32 and 3. He is just, he, he's, the difference with him this year, or, the difference with him this year compared to when he was in his prime, like I don't know, two to three years ago, he's kicking more goals yeah. as a midfielder. He's yeah, kicking two. Like, what's he averaging? Like two goals. We've had Silvani out, so probably would, would have been expecting some more midfield time. But you're right; in the whole year, he's been kicking those goals. He's, he's been getting got ten goals. For yeah, him yeah, as a mid. Um, Get a bit Dangerfield esque. Mm. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. Bottom five. 
<laughs> they're all oh the mostly, bottom ten were fucking Carlton players. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. So a lot of love for the Fremantle side, just spreading it around. So it's good to see them getting up. Will Brody had another good game. Um, and then their forwards, their Rocky Schultz. Well, yes, yeah, he's playing. He was good. He's yeah. playing well this year. He kicked three three and I didn't rate him. He kicked two two. So I didn't rate Schultz last year. No, I don't think many people did. Is he playing a bit more mid? Is no, he getting some mid time? Or am I, I, I swear, I reckon I saw him playing mid a bit. I don't know. Switkowski. Good player. He's, so where do we he's see quick. Fremantle is second. Yep. As much as it pains me to see Brof actually having a big call and getting one. Although mm. he does throw 100 out there and hope one sticks to the wall. So Good to see Matty Tabernard backed up his seven with one. <laughs> yeah, I did two as well. <laughs> I thought for sure he'll pick two. Oh, so no. Oh, my God. Oh, that's uh, uh, actually, Michael Walters played well. Yes, he did. That was definitely his best game. He played well. He only had 10, but he kicked two. Yeah. Um, I think he had a few good tackles, like holding yeah, the balls. He, he had some good forward pressure acts. Um, Sean Darcy, no, he didn't play great, but Roy Lobb, three. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Moving on. Freo, good job. Uh, North Melbourne were exiled by the Geelong Cats. <laughs> um, look, I'm not going to say this was a shock. And I don't them. think anybody would have thought that it was, but, you know, Geelong are a good side. Have been for a long time. Can they back it up? At the back end. Of the no, game. I don't think they can. That's and the I think Chris Scott, someone needs to have a word to him because how many years in a row have they got there and not won it? Well, only it's time criminal. will tell. Criminal. Time will tell. Right. Uh, look, yeah, normal names sort Cameron. of out there again. Tui, Guthrie, Smith, Selwood played well. Jeremy Cameron and Hawkins had actually, 11. LDU was pretty good. I thought he yeah, actually played all right. Um, Simkin actually probably had a little bit of a quiet one for his standards. That Paul Curtis had a decent or like decent first game. Yeah. Was that his first game? Is that yeah. Curtis? He had pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty, he had like two or three shots on goal, missed him, but it's a good sign. What's the go with Ben Mackay? He got suspended. Not suspended. He ran back. <laughs> Not injured. See, there's that enigma of the him yeah, and Harry. Played each other. They've never played each no, other. Really? They're, they're no, going to no. miss out again this week. Yeah, right. There's always someone's got injuries or someone's. Went, said ben they're the same person. Zerhart played well. He yeah, three snags. He's he's well. a bit fraudulent. I reckon he's up and down. He is up and down. I reckon they need to probably play him a bit more like stringer, like start him in the midfield, get a big body in there. If he doesn't get it, so what? Just run down to the forward line and swap with someone to come through. But yep. again, but our midfield's slow enough as it is. It's true. <laughs> My multi got done by Isaac Smith kicking two points, had him for one goal. <laughs> I had Cameron for four. Would you got that in the first? No, first quarter? Yeah, first, first half? It was... no, it's definitely the first half. Anyway, um, moving on. Yeah, so brush over that one. God. Do you want to take us to the next one, Shannon? Oh, Suns and the Lions. The Q Clash. Q-Clash just went exactly how the rest of them did. Yeah. Um, Noah Anderson, 33 touches. Swallow, 27. And the goal, Lions, just doing what he does best. The best uh, ranking player was Lions with a... Now, Anderson, Ainsworth, and Miller just doing their thing. But, yeah, Neil, just, everyone just punched out a normal game and it went exactly how we thought it might Let's go. go. Back to Lyons for a sec. What did he actually have? He had 13 tackles. Oh, no. 10 tackles. 10 tackles. 10 tackles. So he's had a monster game. But 25 kicks. The people that were meant to perform performed and the score went exactly how we probably anticipated. Um, Zach Bailey, six goals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's a player. Yeah, he can play. Yeah, yeah that was good. Um, who else played? Right. Took, oh, took, no. took Miller was 
Jizzy was slow start. Mm. We, we had him for 25. Yeah. I had him for 30. I had him for 25. Jizzy yeah. was slow to start. Even like the Neil was a bit too. Yeah, they were both yeah. slow. They both got there in the end. But... Second half, Warriors. Mm. So you telling me the Q Clash didn't like raise them to another level? <laughs> that's the belief fucking, was that's there. fucking surprising. Yeah. The whole of Queensland would have come down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole 17 supporters. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. and D's. I actually watched this game, had a bit of a side wager with our good friend Joel Costa on this one for the D's to win by more than 15 points. Thought they would actually won by a bit more. Is that the, the Marination Station game? No, it's not. Jeez, I missed no, it. It was a Saturday night. Marination Station um, was. Um... Clary played well. Um, yep, he, he did. Played, he played very well. He did. 41. Uh, yeah. Got the medal? Yeah. Um, What's the medal called? I've forgotten. No, no. Oh, it's named after some uh, war vet or some, something like that, I think. Oliver Vlosten, 30. Vlosten's been good for the Tigers since yep. he's been back. He's He is fucking good. Yeah. He is my favourite Richmond player. 922. I think yeah. I think Richmond can consider themselves very, very, very lucky, and yep. they missed a lot of very easy goals. That, that probably should have been a 50-point. What's that? 31, drumming. 31 scoring shots to 14. Mm. Yeah, and some of them were dollies. Yeah, so if that's, if that's twenty-two nine, they lose by eighty points. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, um, so Gorn was good. He took a lot of big marks, yeah, big pack did. marks. Yep. Um, yeah, he didn't have anyone really going with him. Langdon, really. Langdon was elite. Hasn't gone off the ground still. Thirty, really? Still, still. Off the he's literally he's so good to watch because he's always on the far wing. So yeah. or you can always see him like Just, on the camera view. Yeah, he never yeah. comes to the bench side. Yeah. So you just, he's always open. You're just like, fucking hell, how does he get that much space? Neil Bullen had a good one, 27 for him. That's large. (laughs) That's massive. Just got him in the supercoach, actually. Good good call. In the draft. Yeah, because they fucking no one else. (laughs) But I think Demons, yeah, just doing what they do. Just defensive warriors again and just have enough up forward to get them done every week in, week out. Stephen May played well. So then the two Anzac Day games. So we started off with Hawks and Sydney, and it looked like it was going to be a blowout for the Hawks to start. They kicked the first five, I reckon. and Went up by 30 points. Yeah, and then it was sort of evenly contested after the first quarter and then nine goals to one for Sydney in the last. And Mm. that just shot them them down pretty quick. Yeah, I didn't see that game. I was Yeah, I watched a bit of it. I only watched the last Oh, I don't really know who played well. Callum Mills had 212 yes. super coach. He yeah. had 37 and one, I'm pretty sure, or something. 37 like a goal, yeah. five but tackles, 17 of them contested. 11 marks. Um, Lou Park played well. Chad Warner actually played well. Mm. He was very good. Two and um, 24. John Newcomb for Hawthorne. He's going to be a superstar, I reckon. He's a very good player. Yep. Um, yeah, but your Robottoms, McInerney, Errol Gordon. Laddams. Laddams as a... Put another good one together. 34 hit outs. Nick Blake, he's actually probably been down the last couple of weeks, but he's a very good player too. Franklin kicking 3-4. Is Nick Blakely actually Jordan Silk <laughs> from the fucking this is in Sydney Sixers? Yeah. It might actually he be does. the same. Have you ever seen them in the same room? Yeah, no, no, I no haven't, you haven't. No, I haven't. The Lizard. Uh, yeah, Ronk played well. He kicked three snags. Is he the one that kicked eight on debut? Seven. Yeah. And then yeah, just played yeah. Neeple for three right. years? Yeah. Um, Kaczynski played all right and Bruce played all right. Dylan Moore kicked his one that he always does. Um, yeah, so I guess you know, it was a good game, but you know, in the end it was a blowout. I don't think the scoreboard really reflected how the game was played. I did watch it and it was – Hawthorne did play a lot better than probably a 40-point loss, but it is what it is and it's in the book now. Yeah. Jesus, AFL app's annoying. Yeah, it's crap. God. And then – the main event. To the last game of the round and – uh, our pies got up over the Dons. 
Um, Dom's actually their players they brought in in Stringer and Merritt played. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, very well. I um, wonder if they got a jab or not though. Stringer three two, <laughs> Merritt had thirty six. Um, yeah, Parish had forty four. Yeah, but you look at the half. Yeah, you look at so Parish had thirty, sorry, forty four and thirty at the half. Um, three hundred and ten meters gained. It's not enough. That's nowhere near enough. Like, don't you look at a lot of the handballs and stuff that he was getting did open him up a bit, but you would like to see him probably on the end of the kick a lot more. Ginnivan, for reference, had what twelve touches, five goals, and three hundred fifty five meters gained. But Darcy Parrish isn't your Daniel Rich. No, you know no, I mean? I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's, he's not either. a bursting player. No. He's, he's certain roles do certain things. Like you don't look at livers meters gained every week, do no. you? Like, no, 100%. I just think they've got a few players who play the same role at Essendon is what I just feel like their midfield is a lot of small meters gained to maybe break open that, um, to break open the stoppage or whatever. But they may just not have the people going forward to actually use the ball as well yep. as what they would probably so like. You look at their, all their midfielders. So, Mer- uh, sorry, um, Parrish had 313, as I said, metres gain. Zach Merritt only had 415. And then Andrew McGrath had 418. Yeah. That's not much between the three main midfielders. No, it's not. At all. But to be, to be honest, watching that game, those three players were very good. Oh, yeah, it was they, good to watch. It was was good to watch. Um, Ginevan kicked five, and they were all pretty, actually all pretty good, good goals. I had him for first goal, so I was pretty happy with that. <laughs> you bastard. You always get good first yeah, goal I'm scorers pretty, right. Yeah, I'll just do a little bit of study, mate. Maybe yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, Brof can give us uh, a run on the Patreon, and we can do yeah, the we tips. We might win some money for some people. Yeah, because he's hopeless. Um, but it actually <laughs> was a good game. It was two and yeah. pro for most of the game, which was really good. I was um, sitting on the edge of my seat, shit myself. I was shaking. I, mean, I was, just yeah. did not want to lose Essendon. I just can't deal with it. Um, and for us normal people, it was a win-win really because you get to see some team lose. Someone had to lose. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, Alec um, Waterman kicked four. Yeah, he played well. Mm. He, well, Took his he chances. Made the most of his chances, 100%. Yep. Yeah. Brady Mychek, four. Stringer, three. Guelphie and Perkins, a couple each. I actually and... thought Guelphie and Perkins both played well. thought they were pretty good. It's good. Um, yep. Yeah. But again, I guess so at the end of this week, um, not a lot has changed in terms of personnel in the top eight. Um, Fremantle second, Demons obviously first, they haven't lost. Brisbane are still there, Sydney are up there, Saints, Geelong, Carlton, and then Collingwood in eighth. But I feel like that seventh and eighth spot are going to be red hot right up until the last week of the season. You know, I don't know if I do see Collingwood probably making it. I'd probably see him finish ninth or tenth. But, mm. um, yeah, I think from six upwards, I'd be pretty happy to see all those sides. There is through. a bit of a gap there, isn't there? There is. And you yeah. can already see it coming. You can the see percentages it. through the That's roof. That's right. And it drops off from, what, 121% for Geelong down to Collingwood at 107 and mm. then 8th, and then you've got Carlton yeah. at 95%. Yeah. And everyone else is in the 90s after that. Yeah. Except Bulldogs. So I think that's pretty much already starting to take a bit of shape. Obviously, pending injuries and whatnot, it can make an impact, but... We'll go through next week's games. Yep. In a couple, what have we got? Have we got a Thursday night this week? Or? We no, we don't. It's only Friday no, it's night. Oh, Friday yucky. night, and no, no Monday. So it's just weekend footy. Right. So West Coast and Richmond over at Optus Stadium. Mm. Tigs. Yeah, I'm tigs. say Tigs, but maybe like unfortunately seventeen points or something like that. Uh, I think they flog them. To be honest, yeah. I'm going to say yeah. thirty-five. Yeah. No, it's not flogging, but it's enough. Twenty-five. 
35, yep. Richmond regardless, but that's all right. Yep. Oh, big one. Saturday, Saturday. This is Arvo Footy, Geelong Frio. What the fuck are they doing playing at 145 on a Saturday? I like it. I'll be watching it. <laughs> we'll be playing Rennie. No, well, pretty fat odds there for Fremantle. Like, I know it's a GMHBA. Fremantle, there'll probably be some stat coming out of the week. Fremantle have won there in bloody 13 years. Sneaky bonus. Although, bet. I actually think that they might have beaten there a couple of years ago when Geelong were red hot looking for first spot or something like that. It was maybe three or four years ago now. But, um, yeah, Geelong at home. Yeah. I'm probably Geelong. Yeah, I think Safe Geelong. Bet, Geelong. I think Geelong by. Oh, yeah, I think it is a safe bet. Twenty-four points. I'm yeah, going to say four goals. Four goals. Accurate. What do we got next, Shano? Crows and Giants at Adelaide Oval. Oof, that could be I'm a good game. Crom. That's I'm take Crom. Take Crom by two. I'm going to take Crows by. That'll be a tip divider. Is what it will be. be. Yeah, that's the point. That'll be one of the ones you go uh, in game one or lose one. That's right. Yeah, there yeah. were two of those ones. Yeah, I'm going to say Crows by fifteen. D's and Hawks at the G. D's. Yep. I honestly can't see them losing a the game. <laughs> it's hard they to see, can't. Isn't it? Well, they got three out now. COVID. Yeah, Have they? Jackson's out. Uh, Sparrow and Kazai Pickett are all out, and Goodwin. I think they're replaceable. Yeah. Luke Jackson is definitely the best out of that crew, but mm, most valuable. Donald will just come in and play a shitter version of what yeah, he is. <laughs> what do we yep. got next? Cork up. Uh, we've got Saints versus Port Adelaide. Kazali. Because Ailey stayed at Cairns. Bronson will be reporting back yeah, for that one. He will, he will. He was a bit disappointed, Bronson. Tonight we were supposed to get him on via Zoom um, for the podcast, but we had a bit of trouble, a bit of technical difficulties, so we couldn't get him on. Sorry, Bronson. That's what we said. We said we had Zoom over this. <laughs> yeah, that's what we said. We just really replaced him with Shano again. Mm. What do we think? <laughs> Saints. 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 Yeah. In the humidity, I think they'll get it done by uh, 20 points. I'm going to say Saints by 33, I reckon. Yep. But I'm not going to be absolutely shocked if Port beat him. No, neither am I. No. <laughs> Cannot trust Saints just yet. Yeah. Uh, Carlton and North. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Carlton are well, probably there for the taking at the moment. If we, There's always a team that we always beat, and yep. it's fucking Carlton. Yep. And that is not going to happen. Carlton are going to win. Yeah. What do you reckon? What's the margin? Oh, fucking anything under 20 I'll take. Yeah. I'm going to say 50. No, we're not. No, I reckon. I reckon. No, I reckon Harry's going to kick a bag. If Carlton come out and play that first, you know, the first four rounds that they had against North, I could definitely see a big win. But I think Carlton might have taken a little stumble step in the last couple of weeks, and I would say maybe Carlton by thirty-one. Yep. Uh, oh, here we go. The marination station danger game. Danger game. This game Sunday. And straight after we beat the Bombers, I was messaging everyone going, "We need to beat the Suns next week because we've just played our grand final." I think so. Marination. We cannot lose to we cannot lose to Suns. I, no. I don't see us losing at the G. Great. Is it Metricon? I'd be a little bit more worried. Great time slot. Um, Colin no got Grundy, a good though. odds. No, no Grundy. Wits is just going to have his fucking way. Yeah. Nah, Coxie will come back in. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Darcy Cameron can't ruck either. Um, yeah. We're gonna so it's, it's it's going to be interesting. It'll be. I think pies by maybe. I'm going to say maximum twenty points. Yeah, I'll say Collingwood by twenty four. Four goals. I'll probably tip Collingwood because I think everyone will tip them and I'm not ballsy enough. <laughs> but I'd like to see the Suns win. <laughs> of course you would. Of course. Uh, then we move along to the 320 game. This actually might not be the worst game. Um, Second marination station game. Essendon. Dogs cannot afford to lose this. They cannot. Dogs. This is two weeks in a row of games. At Marvel. Back at Marvel. They're fucking winning. That. You would think so. But look, anything can happen this season. We've seen it so far with the Bulldogs. They have... 
choked against some sides that they should definitely mm. have beaten. Yeah, Adelaide last week. That's right. So, look, I think dogs, but I'm going to say maybe by like... I need English back. 11 points. They're not getting him back. How long is he? He's out for like two, three weeks, isn't he? I don't I'm pretty sure he is. He's out. Um, I'm going to say... Yeah, I'm going to say the dogs in a close one, like five points. Just mm. to break Essendon's heart again. Shandog? Shandog Millionaire? Yeah, dogs. Yep. And the last game of the round, 4 4.40 p.m. That is a ripping last game. That is probably the game of the round. Slipping to bed. Just woken up from your nap. That is the game of the round. I would say Geelong and Fremantle almost would be, but I think this tiffs it. This pips it, sorry. Uh, Yeah, Sydney, Brisbane at the SCG makes it even more interesting, Mm. the SCG. So. That is we a all tough thought one. they were going to run right over north at the SCG, and that was a bloody close mm. game. So, I actually think I'm going to tip Brisbane in this. Might not be the fortress that it used to be. No, I'm going to say Brisbane by 26, and it'll be a very professional win. Yep, I'm going to say Brisbane as well by 15. Yes, tiebreaker. You're going to go. You're going to go the first draw of the year. Like I'm going to go phase? Sydney. Yep, I think I'm going to go Sydney. Yep. Um, I'm not 100 percent sold on them, but I just think Sydney. It's just Quite got solid. it's got that written all over it that. Oh, they just, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is about Sydney, but they just never get fucking blown out mm. and they just churn them out, whereas the Lions just seem to meander along, get out of their comfort zone a little bit and then shit, it's the fan. Yep. So Sydney, I reckon, but yep. I don't know. Righto. So it's a big week of footy. Um, I think that's all we've got for the footy this week. Um, what do we got after this? We got the, pardon? Oh yeah, we got we got Instagram questions. Yeah, we got we have got some questions this week. Don't you worry, they've been coming in thick and fast. So I guess we'll start. Where are they? Here we go. Intermission. Sent in from Cody Sinclair. Cody Sinclair. I think that's after his favourite Collingwood player, Ben Sinclair, used to pass the day for Cody. Who is your all-time favourite random AFL NBA player, not including the obvious ones? My favourite NBA player that's a bit different is Joe Johnson. I've always been a bit of a fan of ISO Joe. Yeah. Geez, that's a hard one. I'm going to have to think about this. Yeah, Shana, you got one? one. Um, uh, I've got my footy one. Actually, I've got an AFL one. Yeah, go on. Max Rook. Maxie Rook? No. I used to love watching Max Rook go about it. That's absolute porridge from you, but all right. <laughs> I was always a big Jess Sinclair fan from North Melbourne. <laughs> yes. The blonde locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh. just, he's a smooth mover, man. NBA. Yep. NBA-wise, uh, I was always a bit of a oh, Monte Ellis because of the game. Oh, yeah. uh, the NBA game, that man was fucking unstoppable was in 2K12. <laughs> but, Does anyone remember? Oh, he, was, he wasn't that good. He got, he got flicked from the NBA. Donatus Montiunis. Does anyone remember him? No. Anyway, oh. what's yours, yep. Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> That's really throwing it for you. It's just ruined. Well, I don't know. I'm on the spot here. All so. right, I got another one All from right. a, um, one of the best followers we have. Who's He's that? On every week. Who's that? Ben Hicks. Ben Hicks. He loves it, this bloke. Oh. Right, this Hello, is Ben. A bad one. Who will be the best player in the AFL in 10 years' time? Oof. Choose. It could be anyone that's – it could be someone that's 15 years old right now. That's true. Um, it most likely will be. Right, well, well, I think we might drag that back to five years' time. Who do we how about seven years? Mm-hmm. Well, well, why not seven and three-quarter years? Yeah. All right, let's do that. <laughs> Since we're halfway through a season, a quarter <laughs> way through a season, that'll get us the start of a year. That's, right. that's, that's good right. math. Good question, Ben. Yeah, it is a good question. Um, oh, off the top of my head. I'm going to s- – Almost impossible. It say. is almost impossible. I'm going to say – I'm going to say Nick Dacos because he got high hopes. 
I'm going to say Andrew Brayshaw. No. Nah. I've got a horn for him. It's the Horn Francis. Yeah. Oh, God. I knew that was He coming. looks <laughs> ominous. Oh, oh, gives me Dangerfield vibes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Righto. So then we've got uh, a bit of tall timber. Joel Costa has sent one in. Hey, Joel. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the fifty bucks, by the yeah, way, Joel. Thanks, we had a we had a bit of a side wager with Joel, uh, myself and Liam. What was it? The Tigers game at the line. It was a plus fourteen point five line, uh, and Melbourne beat them by what? Like twenty two. Twenty two. Beautiful. So thanks for the fifty bucks. 50 bucks and he put fifty bucks on Richmond for the win as well. So <laughs> well done, Joel. So Joel's question is: Do we think it's imperative for a team to go deep into the finals? They need to have a good spine, or could they play like a bit more of a? you know, stack the midfield, have a bit more scramble ball and just a bit of chaos or do you actually need that structure to get you deep? Well, I think Bulldogs are a good uh, good example right now because they've only got a like a midfield at the moment, it seems. Um, and the good sides like your Melbourne, Melbourne spine is elite. Porter um, a bit the same as well. Yeah, like their, yeah their downfall is their forward line and the back line. Mm. Um, yeah, I think you have to have a structure. Like I think the spine is obviously your most important part of your team. Correct. That's your best eight players or whatever, like your midfield all the way down and back and forward. Um, and you're filling the gaps in between. So, yeah, I think you need to have a good spine. I think a good two two quality backmen, two quality forwards, like big forwards and big backmen goes a long way. And you can sort of filter in the like the mids going forward or um, like one or two decent, like real decent uh, small forwards. What do you mm-hmm. think? I think uh, this, the word spine comes from what, like the 70s or 80s and shit like that. I think the game's evolved too much from now on. Like, I think you need a good 22 is what you need. You don't need, you can't get by with four guys not doing anything. I think as we've seen, was it the Carlton game that they had five top disposal getters and then the bottom oh, 10, the top 10 and they lost by 30. Yeah. So they had the five best disposal getters and they were big names, but then their bottom 10 were dog shit. So I think, yes, it is good to have a good spine, but is it necessary? No. Nah. I don't think fair. so. It's fair enough. Yeah. Fair analysis. I don't see if it's absolutely necessary. I think if you're playing the right type of football, you can win without it. Yeah. Mm. I think you need to have a decent ruck for one. Yeah. And then you've just got to have some guys who can win it out of the midfield. Well, you look at Geelong, Hawkins, Cameron. Yeah. And then they probably lack a bit of a ruck. Like Stanley's not it. Yeah. He's all right. Well, I think he will be it for this year. He, he's not bad. He takes good marks. Yeah. And then their back line, what do you got? Um, Stewart. Stewart. Blitz arms. Blitz yeah. That's a spine there. Yeah. Like, that's pretty freaking handy. It is handy. Yeah. Um, anyway, good question, Joel. Thanks mm. for 50 bucks. I think that's about it. For that's the about questions. it. Yeah. Good. All right. Good job. Um, so that's AFL, NBA done. We'll wrap that up and we'll get into the MVP and fraud award and then into the quiz after that. So stay tuned. <laughs> We're back. All right, Corey. I thought. Um, Bring us something, Shano. Bring us something good. That's right. Last time I was here. Week four, we decided to sort of back a bit of a roughy horse in the NRL. And we went with the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs just to see how they're traveling. And I have been watching their progress and it's given me some North Melbourne vibes. (laughs) This is a bit of an indictment against the 2021 Bulldogs, but they've actually got better this year. And they're still the worst team by a fucking mile. <laughs> they, they've only had one win. Was that early on? Yeah, it was a little bit early first, on. The I think they beat the Raiders mm-hmm. um, early on. But their additions of Adokar, he must be kicking himself for going there because he's not getting any ball out on that wing. Uh, 
Matt Burton. He's come from the Panthers. So the, is, those two boys have left the top two sides and gone to the bottom side, and they're just they're just having a shit of a time. But it hasn't done anything for him. Yeah, they haven't. Tavito Pangai Jr. has been another big signing, and he he's had impact. He's actually been really, really good because he's just a good player. It's just whether he can stop punching people and doing dumb shit like that, which is to this point he's actually been pretty well behaved. So he's at, he's at the Bulldogs. He's at the Bulldogs as well. He's okay. come for the Broncos. They fucked him off because he's just a psycho. So what does he do? On the, like, um, does he, where does he play? He sort of plays back row, which is your 11s and 12s, but he's been playing through the middle with a lock position because he's just so fucking massive. Yeah. And you just try and tackle him up high and he just rotates and offloads the ball all the time. So basically gets you an extra set, an extra 10 metres every time. And he's just a beast really. And he's been going pretty well. But the... It's, yeah, but as I said, it's looking pretty grim. Yep. Looking pretty grim for our Bulldogs. What's the point in looking like, Shane? What do we got? Let's go to the other end. Uh, that's all what I'm happy to happy. Good question. Good question, Natalie. <laughs> so it's a little bit business as usual. Uh, the Panthers are undefeated sitting up there. They haven't run into the Storm yet. Uh, Storm have only lost one game, Golden Point, to the Eels, who I actually gave a bit of a bashing their pre My boys, year. Yes. Your boys? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, they uh, embarrassed themselves there the other week. They lost to the Tigers, who were an absolute rabble before yeah. that. Wasn't that a massive upset? Massive upset. This yep. is like your... North Melbourne versus well, Melbourne? No, probably like your Adelaide beating Melbourne last year. Like, it's pretty massive. <clears throat> like, the West Tigers, they're just going calls for their coach's head, uh, things like are that. They, are they the second worst team? No, they Oh, they were... It was literally going to be a grand final between them and the Bulldogs a couple of weeks ago. But now they've just knocked off the Eels and the Rabbits. Who, mm. Rabbidos are up there as well. Oh, yeah, well, Rabbidos made the grand final, but they're eighth. Like, the Rabbidos are pretty fraudulent. No, ter- uh, uh, ter- what did I say? Terrell? No. Um, Mitchell, Latrell, Mitchell, Terrell. God. <laughs> Get um, yeah. So he's been injured, but and they got rid of their best player from last year as well because he was too old. So... They deserve everything they get, the rabbits. And I hate Harley McRae as well. So if he's listening, <laughs> he, lit, he lit me off about the ruse. So the yeah. rabbits can go jump. I think a hopefully they McRae. bloody come out of the finals as well. So they deserve everything they get, the bloody rabbits. So Storm and Panthers? Uh, Storm Panthers, probably the two clear front runners. And the Sharkies. Okay. The Sharkies Cronella. are back. The Cronella Shark, they bought half the Storm. That's probably why they're going all right. Okay. But um, nah, that's about it for the. Uh, for the uh, updates on that front, we'll flip over to a bit of Formula One. I've been watching Formula One. That's um, three races in. No, sorry, four races now because we just had one on the weekend. Um, and Ferrari. Ferrari are sitting pretty well on top in the constructor standings um, because basically just got two fast cars at the moment. They've they've had the change in regulations and they've just hit hit a home run basically to start. Red Bull is still up there. In terms of driver standing, Charles Leclerc sitting up there because I think he's done – oh, he finished sixth on the weekend, but he's went like first, second, first, and then he um, hit a bit of a sausage curb in a wet track and spun out, which cost him a few spots on the weekend, but he was looking like he was going to be finished second again. So there's a bit of a gap um, to Verstappen and Perez. But other than that, like – um, Lewis Hamilton slipped all the way down to seventh. They've just got a pretty dodgy car at he's the moment. He's been a stalwart, hasn't he, for a long time? Yes, yeah. he's had the best car, though. Like, 
Um, he's a, he's a genius what he does, but some of those cars that he was driving, like fucking anyone could have been driving them. Yeah, right. In um, any of those 20 drivers could have been driving it and they would have been world champion. What now. about our boy? Uh, Danny Rick. Danny Rick had a bit of a tough weekend. He um, got up on the inside of uh, Carlos Sainz on the weekend and slid through and spun him out, which caused a bit of damage to himself, um, damaged his own car and was sitting from behind from the start. And just basically couldn't make up a spot from there on because he had damage. And it's a tough track. Um, Imola was Imola in uh, Italy is very hard to overtake. So he was up against it from the start there. So he's sitting 11th in the driver's standings, which is quite low. But How many is there? 20. Is that what you said? 20 drivers. Yeah. yeah. So um, he needs to sort of pull his finger out a little bit. But it's oh, they had a bit of a shit car to start. And then he had the bad luck. Like his teammate who's got the same car. You know, quotation marks, same car. Finished third on the weekend, Lando Norris. So that was a great drive from him. But other than that, there's only one team that – oh, no, sorry, Lance Stroll. Every team has scored a point this year, which is sort of unheard of. Last year there was three three or four teams probably that hadn't scored a point at this. So, so where, the, where do you have to finish to score? Top 10 get a point. So it goes like that. 25, 18, <laughs> Uh, maybe down to 10, something like that. And then, like, if you finish 10th, you get one point, ninth, two points, things like that. And then they gradually just get bigger, yep. those point scales. But for to fit, like for your lesser teams like Williams and um, things like that, like getting points is probably where they're aiming. Like, that's their, okay. that's their home run. Yep. And everyone's got a point. So that's good. It's good for racing, is which is what they wanted, the FIA. They wanted to make racing... Better. That's why they changed it. They want to make sure that you could follow behind without your car overheating, things like that. There's been there's been some good battles and the the spread apart from Ferrari and probably Red Bull just being a little bit ahead of everybody else. It's been good. So it's good to see that that is happening. And the next we go to um, the Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix, Grand Prix, which is the first first race in Miami. So they're they're racing around the Hard Rock Stadium, which I think is where the Dolphins play. So it's going to be a big one. They've also added um, Vegas to the year after. So mm. they're hitting all those major party cities mm. where everyone likes to splash their money. Yep. So good idea. Yeah, it's very good um, by them, but they can't really squeeze too many more races into the calendar. So no. we'll have to see. They might have to get rid of a traditional race. How many do they do? Uh, 22 races. Yeah, and that's spread over how long, roughly? Um, it started <laughs> in March, I think. The first, oh, the first one, sorry, was yeah, February 23rd mm-hmm. was their first weekend, and their last one is the 20th of November. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, but there's sometimes there's two-week gaps, and then there's a mid-season gap in there as well. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but that's how they got to make their money. They got to get get around the world. Yeah, but so for our anyone who likes the F one that listens to this podcast has any interest in it, so we might we've been trying to get something in the works for a while. We know someone um, I won't name names yet. We know someone that is knows quite a lot about the sport. Um, Formula One journalist. Formula One, probably yeah, yeah, that's classing Formula, that. Formula One journalist. He um, he's a he's a fellow cricketer at the same cricket club that myself and Riley play at. Um, and he's told me he's willing to come in and have a chat with us, and um, I'm sure he'll probably know a bit more than 
Well, definitely me and Liam, um, <laughs> and probably you. I dare no, say yeah, I get some of my information off him as well. So yeah, yeah. So we go into all those depths about porpoising and things like that that are. Maybe some F1 fans have been keeping their close eye on. Yep. So we were aiming to get him on prior to the season starting, but um, yeah, I think COVID sort of interrupted that. Um, no, bullshit. He just went to Thailand on the D grade <laughs> cricket trip with the Eags. He he's just had a couple of big weeks, is where he's yeah. been. But um, yeah, anyway, so uh, we'll try and I'm going to make contact with him again. So for all those F1 listeners out there, there is something big in the works, and hopefully we can get him on for a an extended chat about the sport and we could probably dig a bit deeper and I'll probably hopefully learn a fair bit and myself and Jack and whoever else is here will learn a, learn a fair, bit, fair bit more and, and obviously the listeners as well. So Absolutely. That would be good to, good to get him on. So, yes. our, um, last, our last one, Corey. Sorry, Liam. Our last one was um, the Tyson Fury had a fight and won it quite easily, a, sec- a sixth-round knockout. Um. But then declaring that that might be his last fight mm. after that as well. So our combat sport uh, fans, hopefully, they might be up in a bit of the water there. But it's it's not. I don't think it's dead in the water. I think as any boxing and fighting um, athlete, you just never know because if the right money talks, the right money comes up and the right fight comes up, then yep. they're probably going to come back. But yep. you just see his absolute dominance. That man is massive. Yep. Good to beat a farmer on the way out, I guess. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Actually, just talking on boxing, how dumb was that bloke that tried to piss off um, Mike Tyson on the plane? Oh, did you yeah, see that? I did see that. Yeah. Did you see that, Shane? No. Nah. So some guy was pissed on this plane sitting behind Mike Tyson. And he was just into him, just into him. And Mike Tyson apparently told him to piss off a few times and he just kept going. So Mike Tyson got up and belted him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> There's a video in this. a nightmare fuel <laughs> Just, just <laughs> laying into him over the top of the seat. Oh, it, this bloke was that pissed, though. He just got up. He was like, oh, what just happened? Good ah. story, though. Yeah, I oh, love it. I fucking went toe-to-toe with Mike Tyson. And he oh, yeah. Crap out of me. <laughs> Jeez. That is a, that, that's, one, on. that, that's one to tell the grandkids for sure. Oh, uh, uh, Getting into some votes? Yep. Absolutely. I think it might be time. I think it might be time. All right. Yeah. Yep. We are running quite low on time tonight. Um, hmm? All right. Corey, would you like to start us off? What are we going first? Are we going MVP or are we going fraud? Yeah, we'll stay traditional. I reckon we go MVP first, Corker. That's right. All right. Let's finish off with the what negatives. Do you, what do you got? Uh, MVP, I'm going to go one vote to the Pies. Well deserved. Well deserved. Just for the win. Uh Two votes. <laughs> two votes goes to Zach Bailey for his yeah. six goals. So that was an unbelievable performance. Um, in, the took, wet in the wet, yeah, that was yeah. Took the piss. And my three votes goes to the Anzac Day medalist Jack Inovan. You love him or you hate him already. He's like Jack, that Jason Ackermanis sort of character already. He's ten games, <laughs> ten games in, and he's got that swagger about him. Everybody hates him unless you're a Collingwood supporter. So jam that up here. Anyone who follows Essendon, go Jack Inovan. Fucking hell! That, <laughs> I'm not surprised that, yeah, that your votes went like that. But uh, <laughs> Christ, take that eye patch off and look for the other eye. <laughs> Jock one eye, McPie. God. All right. Uh, my MVP votes. I've got one vote to Valtteri Bottas, who is coming. He's left Mercedes. When I say left, I mean he got kicked out because they got George Russell in. Who George Russell, in his own right, is a great driver. But uh, Valtteri went to one of those teams that I was talking about that wasn't. 
uh, receiving any points at this time last year. But at the moment, he's sitting just behind his old teammate, Lewis Hamilton, who he's always played second fiddle to in his career. So he's driving very well at the moment, getting the most out of a car that's probably a few steps behind. But no, as I said, driving well and getting points. Um, two votes to the bloke that beat the piss out of the uh, Broncos supporter at their game because oh, he was the one yelling out during the Anzac <laughs> minute silence. Oh, yeah. And he he gave him the business. He Mike Tyson the fuck out of him. <laughs> and everyone was standing there watching it. I didn't know the context to it at the start, but it was a Bulldog supporter who was away. Me doggy's showing a bit of fight, <laughs> as they should. The fucking mongrels are dog supporters. <laughs> and absolutely fucking gave it to him, which is great. So, And then they kicked him out. So two votes to him and uh, three votes to the West Tigers in the NRL and specifically Jackson Hastings. He's moved to halfback. He's taking over. He's got the most touches per game. I think he's at 98. And just to give you context, Nathan Cleary, I think he's at about 60. So he's touching the ball 40 more times per game, which is a lot. So much ball. So they're basically giving him the keys to the kingdom. They're playing well. As I said, they knocked off the Rabbits and the Eels in the last two games, both uh, field goals to win it. So well done, West Tigers. They're turning it around. And Jacko Hastings. Well done. You're up, Liam. Yep, that's correct, Corey. I am next. Um, So one vote. Yes, Corey. Collingwood. Good work. Uh, Definitely deserves a vote. Um, I think we've lost the last. I think we've lost the last two Anzac days and we might have played Essendon in a, a one-off late round and we got done by them. So we've been done by them three times in a row. So it was good mm. to get one back on them. Yep. Um, I think the Anzac Day um, tally wins and losses is very close between Collingwood and Essendon. I think they're almost mm. dead rubber. But, I don't know. 16 Collingwood. Yeah. 16 Collingwood and then 10 and a draw. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So go Pies. Uh, two votes goes to – I've just got to check because I forgot. Oh, of course, the Raptors. Uh, <laughs> well, this time last week, we were saying how they were just going to be done by the end of the week and to be taking game six back to Toronto um, is a very good effort, I think. So go Raps. And three votes goes to my most hated team, the Celtics, because they just keep on winning yeah. and they've blown the nets out for Zip. Um, a you know, very good net side as well. So – Good on the Celtics. And, yeah, I think we'll just move right along to the Fraud Awards. Yep. Uh, my Fraud Awards, one vote goes to Trey Young, actually, for his uh, – it's a bit stiff. A bit stiff. stiff. Uh, give it to him. Uh, well, they got done 4-1 and he had a stinker. So I'm giving him a vote. It's, I could easily give it to the whole Atlanta team. But, I don't know, Trey was so good all year and just went to water in the playoffs. Uh, my two votes goes to the Western Bulldogs for their loss against – West Coast, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, Adelaide. Um, should have won that. Should have won, was it the week before? I don't know. Anyway, they should have won that. And three votes goes to the Nets for getting swept by the Celtics. It wasn't good enough for the star power that they have in their team, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right, my fraud, sticking with a bit of a F1 and NRL theme here because I was trying to steer clear of some AFL because I knew that you guys would be bashing it. Love it. Love it. So my fraud, I've got Mercedes. Mercedes, they've eight years of dominance, eight years in a row. They've won the Constructors' Championship, and they are just pumping out a shit car at the moment. They can't. Lewis Hamilton, it's undrivable for him, so it must be a dog shit car. Um, (laughs) They've got that much money, they can't even figure it out. So one vote to them. 
two votes, the NZ Warriors against me, Storm. They did come up against the best side that anyone's ever seen. But in my Melbourne Storm, but that was just dog shit. They gave up, I think it was nearly 50-odd points in the second half alone, 11, 11 tries <laughs> yeah, in the right second on. half. They would talk about witches hats. They were witches hats. Like, yeah, dreadful stuff. And... Uh, my three votes goes to staying pretty close to home here. I'm giving it to you two blokes, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, for not go. knowing how to set up the mics, and this is episode 14. No, right? we know 13, how to mate. 13. Oh, but last time we were here, we actually did two episodes because they fucked it up that much. We know how to set up the mics. It's just my computer just wouldn't play sound. So. Oh, yes. Yes. So yes, it was a 13 weeks in, and they still don't know. What the hell's going on? So three votes to them. Yeah, thanks, mate. Well, Corey will have four votes after this, so I'm giving him a vote <laughs> for not knowing who the Eastern and Western Conference NBA <laughs> teams are, yep. as yeah. well as picking the Nets to come out of the East and they got swept. So one yep. vote, Cork. Yep. Good on you, mate. I just get a bit confused. So I'm pretty actually staying pretty close to the Nets franchise here with saying that. Uh, two votes goes to the Nets themselves. Uh, zero and four against the Celtics. Just not good enough. You've got to at least take two games there, I would have thought. And three votes goes to our old Aussie mate, Ben Simmons. Oh, he is yes. a fraud and a half. To yep. not come out and play game four when he was said to be physically fit, mm. uh, that's an indictment on your character, mate, unfortunately. That just says more about who you are as a player, not as a sportsman. So the Nets have come out and said they want to talk to him about it or something. Yeah. He said, he said something about he because um, he's got stress in his back or something like that, that the stress that he had from a mental side, has triggered his back again or something mm. like that. Like, So all the excuses in the world from old Benno. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think in saying that, that just about concludes this week Yeah. for the potty. Yeah. Not going to do a quiz this week, we don't nah. think. We just don't have the time, unfortunately, guys. So Yeah, we did say earlier um, that we're going to, but we don't have the time. It's getting late and we have lives to live. That's correct. <laughs> and places to drive. Yes, you have to drive a fair way. Right. You have to go to the supermarket. Uh, yes, that's right. Yep. So duty calls. Um, but, um, it's been real. It's been good. has been. It just hasn't been real good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me back, boys. Absolute uh, pleasure, Shano. It was all yours. It's, uh, it's been good. Good to have you back, Shano. We'll get you back in eventually at some point for another NRL update and whatever else, F1. Maybe get you in with Dill. That'd be good. I'm not dropping names. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, going to give it well, a second. I'm not dropping that. Sorry, 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 not Dill. I mean, um, you're talking Brad. about the spice. Oh, yeah. Brad. You're talking about the spice, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no names dropped there. Anyway. Uh, good week. Good week. Everyone have a good week. Everyone have a good week. Big week of NBA and footy coming up. So we'll touch base next week. Thanks for listening. That's all good with the lobby. And get that